This is Joanna DeChelis, editor of Club and Resort Chef, and this episode of Club and Resort Talks, sponsored by Montague, we're talking bourbon. Private barrel selections have been around for decades, but the bourbon boom, paired with the pandemic, has made programs like these increasingly difficult to manage. At Cherokee Town and Country Club in Atlanta, Georgia, executive chef Todd Kelly has had a lot of success with the club's private barrel selection program. He introduced it about four years ago and has purchased 15 barrels to date. In this podcast, we talk about the selection process, what he wishes he knew when he started, and why this program is important to the club's culture. Hi, Chef. How are you? Good. How's it going? Pretty well. So tell me, let's just dive right into this. Tell me about this bourbon program that you have going. So you said on Facebook that you've purchased over 15 barrels since you started. So give us the backstory. When did it start and and what's what's the deal? Well, the the backstory is it started um, when I was in Cincinnati. We had a bar that was a a clear bar and being on such close proximity to Kentucky, our goal was to turn it into a brown bar, you know, have, uh, you know, try to create, you know, one of the better bourbon selections. And this is really pre the bourbon boom. And so a friend of mine um, was the fine spirits uh, manager at a liquor store called the party source in Northern Kentucky, which is the largest liquor store in the country. And um, I did an event for Slow Foods for him, uh, and he was the president of Slow Foods as well. And um, uh, he, as a gift, gave me all 10 of the different recipes of Four Roses for barrel proof that he had purchased. And he told me about this single barrel program they just started. He said, I got them to bottle single barrels that we selected specifically for us. And I said, wow, that's kind of cool. And I went home and I drank. the Very cool. I said, well, how do we get in on that? And so uh, at the hotel that I was at previously, we were the first people to purchase a barrel of Four Roses to be sold by the drink. Um, And so that was probably 10, 12 years ago. And then we just continued doing that there. And then when I came here to Cincinnati, the bourbon boom, or uh, excuse me, to Atlanta, um, the bourbon boom was already kind of, you know, it's, it's the peak. You can't get any good bourbon. So I called my, you know, my past relationships at Four Roses. We were able to get barrels and then uh, other barrels uh, started to become a little harder to get They're You know, they're actually very difficult to source right now. And, um, you know, we did the first uh, barrel here at Cherokee and, uh, you know, I was not nervous about it, but, you know, there's eight, nine thousand dollars worth of inventory of one product. And we went through that barrel in about, it took that first one about five or six months. And then we go through a barrel of whiskey on, you know, depending on what it is and how high proofed it is anywhere from one to three months. So keep four or five barrels rolling at the same time um, just to make sure that we have plenty of inventory of it. So That's amazing. So how, how do you make this, how do you make the members aware of this program? Do you have like something behind the bar or what's, what's the communication to the member? Well, um, you know, we do our chef's table, um, which is about 175 we did last year that are in the kitchen, um, eating. And so we always start off with, we call them kitchen cocktails. And so we want to have we, we always feature a bourbon and, um, you know, it's some level of uh, either fruit or herb or something that we're uh, that we're utilizing in the kitchen at the at the time. And then usually top it off with um, with champagne. So make it pretty, you know, a nice aperitif to uh, a long dinner. And so 
that's really how we started. And then, um, and then we just did our, our monthly newsletters and just from word of mouth. And now it's the anticipation from the members that they're going to see new barrels pretty regularly. So every time we get a new barrel, we either uh, send out information about the selection, kind of be on the lookout thing. So this past week, we actually purchased three barrels. Um, one was, uh, you know, this Clover whiskey. We really bought that for the country club. Uh, it's a, you know, um, it's a marketing from Bobby Jones' uh, grandson. So uh, the Clover is, you know, it's it's all tied into him. So it has uh, Bobby Jones sayings on the bottles and special glassware. So we're going to concentrate that one uh, at the country club, you know, more golf themed. And then also purchased a barrel of uh, Maker's Mark. And then a small team of us went up to Louisville and uh, just bought two barrels of Woodford Reserve uh, as well. So when you're selecting the barrels, what are you looking for? Um, well, we want them to be unique. Um, you know, the thing with some of the, the private barrels is, you know, they taste exactly like what they do in the other bottles. And there's nothing wrong with that. They're, you know, depending on what it is, it's delicious. But we're really trying to find things that are unique. Um, you know, when you're buying a single barrel of something that hasn't been, you know, opened in eight or nine years, the flavor profiles, they vary drastically. So we're trying to get things that are going to be crowd pleasers um, and are unique. And so one of the things that we really always shoot for is barrel proof. Uh, we want it to be high proof uh, because it's it's really kind of, it, it's, it's the purest form of it. So you can always add water to it uh, if you want it to be a little less, if you're drinking it neat. But I just think that the the flavor and, uh, you know, and you, that's really where you find the gems of the of the whiskeys, in my opinion. Uh, of the 15 barrels that you've had over the course of how, how many years have you had this program going? Uh, this we started here at Cherokee about four years ago. OK, so over four years, 15 barrels or so. Have there been any that have been not well received? Um, you know, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe one, um, it wasn't that it wasn't well received. Um, you know, we, it was a, a a nationally known brand and it was, it was actually pretty, the bourbon itself, the private barrel was amazing, but I just think the reputation of the, uh, of the whiskey itself kind of drew it down a little bit. So Ah, didn't that it wasn't going to get like, you know, nobody disliked it or anything along those lines, but it's move as uh, as fast as some of the other ones and and you know we we also started uh, just recently we purchased a, a barrel of um, of Herodora tequila as well so that's oh. it's going to become in our rotation um, as well here we went through that barrel in six weeks two wow <laughs> 220 bottles that's amazing yeah. so what have been some of the biggest challenges with getting this program rolling? Yeah. Um, you know, the challenges were, uh, you know, a COVID was, you know, horrible because nobody would out samples. There was really nothing to get, uh, at the time. Um, and we're still facing a lot of those challenges. So one of our fairly regular barrels that we buy, we can't get because they have a glass shortage. Um, so that really kind of threw things off a little bit. Um, but the, the biggest challenge is really is, is finding the barrels, you know, the barrel programs. There was uh, a lady who does all of the barrel picks for Four Roses. She had written uh, in an article recently, she said, I remember in the beginning, if somebody would come in and buy two barrels, 
we would we would go out and celebrate. It was the most amazing thing. Um, and uh, I was one of those people that would go and buy two barrels from them. Now um, we're on a list that, you know, it could be two years if we even get one. So wow. the supply is, is, is not quite what it used to be. Um, and I guess that's kind of what makes it intriguing to everybody as well. So I think the supply is really what the challenges are. Yeah. What would you say the biggest benefit is to having a program like this at Cherokee? Yeah, I just think, uh, you know, it's unique. Uh, you know, the members take pride in those types of things. We have a great wine program, um, you know, and um, great beers. But uh, the spirits was something that, you know, uh, how do you differentiate yourself? And that was a good way for us to differentiate ourselves, that we have these great private barrels of, of bourbon and tequila. And, um, you know, they they bring their friends in when they get uh, when we get rare allocated bottles or, or barrels that are really hard to find. So I think it's just a sense of pride in that. And, you know, it's a delicious product that's becoming harder and harder to find. Who manages this process? Is this something that you manage as director of culinary or is there is there a sommelier or a food and beverage no. person like who's in charge of all of this? No. So I oversee the food and beverage department as well. So. Okay. Uh, so I manage the front end of it. You know, a lot of this is, is about building relationships. And once you own those relationships and then there's a team of us that that go and do the tastings, you know, there's one or two people that have valued opinions uh, on, you know, which barrel because it gets hard if you're drinking 120 proof bourbon and, uh, you know, you're on your fourth or fifth barrel. You, you, have <laughs> you to, might not make good decisions anymore. <laughs> yeah, you have to have a good baseline. And, yeah. uh, and and we bring people in, uh, you know, that we, you know, I don't want to say as a rah-rah, but kind of as a rah-rah people to experience a unique thing, come to a distillery and pick out barrels. It's yeah. not what you do every day in life. So um, we bring people uh, to do that. But we really have a panel of two or three people that really pick the barrels. And then uh, when it comes in, it's it is it's uh, it's about inventory management. You know, we put it on certain places in the club and we don't add it to uh, it's never on any of our banquet lists or anything along those lines. And once we start getting low, we pull it out of uh, certain locations just so we can continue to have it for, uh, you know, just for, you know, special groups and whatnot. Where do you go from here? You mentioned tequila. Do you think you'll start to bring in other types of spirits in this kind of same specialty fashion? No, um, I think we're probably, you know, we right now we're 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 doing bourbons, rice and the tequilas. Um, you know, when you start to look at scotches, the way that they barrel them, uh, you know, those programs really don't exist. So I, I don't want to say that we've we've kind of hit the peak, but it's kind of our, our sweet spot and uh, and it's rolling pretty well. So we're just going to continue to focus on, you know, expanding as much as we can. You know, we have two to two breweries that do custom beers for us as well. So, um, you know, I think, you know, when you, you have just enough to make it desirable. And I just don't see too much room for expansion. The tequila, we were a little bit skeptical about, um, you know, we were really shooting for last summer, but with the borders from Mexico, we weren't able to get any samples or to get down there during COVID. And so we received the barrel in December. And I just, I think that, you know, certain liquors have a season and I just think spring and summer are tequila season, in my opinion. And, um, and I was shocked that we sold it that fast in the middle of the winter. What do you know now that you wish you would have known when you started this program at Cherokee? 
buy more when it was available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When, when there was there was opportunities there, and uh, you know uh, we we didn't take advantage of some that I wish we would have, and just sat on the inventory. Uh, but that was one thing that you know, looking hindsight, I wish I would have done 15 years ago. Actually, for more podcasts, check out our site, clevelandresortchef.com. <laughs>